All right, guys, you are here with the sports line predictors. And someone's told me that I, I should probably introduce the podcast at the beginning and the end of, of each show, Matt. So I think I'm going to do that. I'm going to give it a go. But I'm going to do it with our new podcast name, don't you think? Go for it. Why don't you reveal it? Yeah, let's do it. So we're switching up the name of the podcast. So this is a you are live with the sports line predictors and sports rambling the better podcast. So hopefully you guys like the, the little name switch. We we kind of like it over here. We we wanna we feel it's got a little double entendre with the name and everything. So so we're kind of going with it. We're going to roll with it, kind of see how it flows. But yeah, that's what we like. Matter of fact, since we're doing this right now, let's get you to go on out there and follow our Instagram and uh, social media, TikTok, Twitter. So if you're on Instagram, it's at Sportsline Predictors. If you're on TikTok and Twitter, it's at Sportsline. I think I know this one. <laughs> it's at Sportsline P. It is at Sportsline P. Matt follows us. Of course, Matt, you got to follow us. You got to know what it is. You know what? You know what? You didn't know what it is? What's that? It is Marvelo's half birthday coming up here soon. Marvelo. I don't know if the listeners know who Marvelo is. Marvelo's my cat. I call him Marvelo because he's a he's a little devil like like young Voldemort. And Voldemort's birthday was was December thirty first, so Marvelo's birthday would. We have a little bit of a dilemma because it's there's no there's no June thirty first, so it could be June thirtieth or it could be July first. I'm gonna go with July first. It's just an easier day for me. Well, that's good. Yeah, I'm excited for it. We're gonna throw a little little bash, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I gotta ask, and I'm gonna switch it up a little bit. Yeah. How are you doing tonight? How? Ooh, how am I doing? Ooh, I'm doing good. I was missing you a little earlier. I I've been sending you all my bets and all my picks, and we're doing pretty well on all my all my ones that I that I've placed for us, Matt. Ooh. Yeah, I got I got a little that that cool little RBI one I got for you. I think we are literally waiting right now. I, so right now on like four of my bets, I'm just waiting on a Alonzo RBI. So I don't know if he's gotten it yet, but I knew that that's what I was waiting on for like three or four of them. I was gonna say the Mets were going crazy yesterday. Yeah, yeah, they really they played really well yesterday. They've been they've been doing pretty well lately. After mm-hmm. having a little bit of a slump there. It's true. You know who else is playing well tonight, which is good to kind of see a little bounce back day? The oh. Blue Jays. Yeah, that is true. What are they, six uh, six to one right now? Yeah, last time I checked it was five to one, so it's probably six to one now, I'm guessing. Yes, sir. Yeah. Also... NHL draft NHL draft is going on live right now, so it's pretty fun. Pretty good day. We'll have to do a little uh, 
golf or no, I'm sorry. We'll have to do a little hockey thing here soon coming up post post draft and and kind of pre free agency, I guess, for, for NHL. Just so, you can, just so you can bleed your love for the Golden Knights. Yeah, I gotta see who they who they get. Gotta see what they want to do. Gotta see some things we can we can do to to make our team better than than it was this past season. It's gonna be tough. I don't know. We'll see though. Should we get right into our golf picks? We got a lot tonight. I believe what is it the the Travelers Tournament that's in uh, Detroit Golf Club. Well, close. You were half right there. So Travelers was last week, but it is in Detroit, and it's the Rocket Rocket Mortgage Classic at the Detroit. Oh Country. yeah, 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 yeah. I'm I'm crazy. <laughs> You're still probably riding a little bit of a saltiness from the Travelers with JT Poston missing the cut there. You know, I had to bring it up. Yeah, it's okay. There's always another tournament. Not this one. He's not in it. So we'll have to get him on another one. But we got a not a not a lot of golfers in this one, guys. This one kind of lacks star power this week, so it's kind of anyone's game. But here at the Detroit Country Club, it's a little bit of a newer tournament. It's only the fifth time that they're playing here. And it's a par 72 course, longer than it was last week, guys, by a lot. So 7,370 yards. And a little bit of a fun fact for this course, because they gave you the last one with, with the holes being the most fun on the, on the tournament. This one, this is actually the flattest course on the tournament. So what I'm really aiming for on these key stats here is power. And, and power off the tee. Also, shots uh, gained on approach, shots gained off the tee, off putting. I'm also keying on, in on a little bit of hole proximity, mainly in between the 100 to 125 yards. And I'm also looking at par 4, 350s to 400 yards, and shots gained on par 5s this week. So a lot going on here. The greens here are bent grass. It's a POA mix, I believe. And you've had some some players that that have been favorites that won here, and some some long shots that have won here. So so kind of fifty fifty here. So you had Lashley and DeChambeau, and then you had Cam Davis and Tony Finau. All of them can hit bombs off the tee, so you know I am I'm looking for those guys that can kind of just crank it right off the bat. But I'm also going for those players that, that are really good with the iron and the wedge, but putting from inside that 5 to 10-foot range is going to be key here to picking up a ton of birdies because last year Tony Finau won this with a minus 26 which is solo so you're looking at a lot of birdies to be able to contend in this one and since i brought him up let's just go right to tony Finau. he's the favorite along with ricky fowler i'm with one of them i'm against the other the one i'm against i'm just going to get right to it is tony Finau. he's actually my fade for the week and wow, 
who would fave last year's winner? This guy right here. And not only a winner, but a winner who gave the people the second biggest win margin in tournament history, which I mean, hasn't been a lot. It's been five, four, but you know, I would, and he may have won here last year, folks, but before that in 2020, he finished 50th. So I'm not convinced that it wasn't a fluke. Don't get me wrong. Finau is a good golfer and he's already got two wins on tour this season, but he's been struggling in his last four. So at the PGA Championship, he tied for 20, or 72nd. At the Charles Schwab Challenge, he missed the cut. At the U.S. Open, he tied for 32nd. And at the Travelers Championship, he tied for 45. So he's a good golfer. Don't give me. You know I'm all in on Finau most of the time. This week, I'm fading him. The only reason he is the favorite is because he won. And yeah, he's playing some good golf, but... I'm holding off him just because he has not been playing that well over the past four. So just getting right off the bat, going going with Finau on the fade. But with Fowler, I don't have him to win this week. And I'm going to kind of do things a little bit different, Matt, because I don't have a lot to wins. I only have two to wins and one long shot for you guys because I feel like all the value is going to be coming in between these top 10s, top 5s, top 20s, and, and all that right there. Because this is kind of just anybody's tournament right now. So with Ricky Fowler, I got a top 10 for plus 180. And let me just pull up my notes on Fowler real quick. Fowler's playing some of the hottest golf on tour. There's no doubt the win is coming. Eventually, I know with the lesser field, this is probably a good spot. But it's too. But I think it's just too good of a spot. The course and tournament, uh, this course and tournament is one that he's so far produced two favorites and two long shots. So Fowler has seven top tens this season. Look for him to pick up his eighth this week. I don't think we really have to get in any more on that. I mean, I feel like that's a very solid pick for Fowler, especially since last week. Fowler was my last second max play for a top 10, which he secured that bag for us. So why not just just keep riding with that Fowler top 10, especially when you're getting some almost two to one value on it. I mean, it's it's such a beautiful line. I, I don't know why Vegas is not adjusting this uh, to a little bit lower, but hey, until they do, I'm riding that Fowler top 10. Matt, are you feeling that, or you got any? You got anything you want to throw in there, or where where you want me to go? Right to it. Go right to it. All right. Where should I go next? You know what? Let's get let's get my winner out of the way. I want to get right into Hideki Matsuyama, and he's actually my favorite to win this at plus sixteen hundred, I believe. But I'm also going to hedge it at a top five at plus 360 to get some real good value in, in return, if, especially if he wins this. But Matsuyama has just been very consistent over the past couple months. A top 23 at the Byron Nelson, a top 29 at the PGA Championship, a top 16 at the Memorial, a top 32 at the U.S. Open, but then the top 13 at the Travelers. And when he's played on this course, 
he didn't play in 2021, but in 2020, he had a, a top 21, and in 2019, he had a top 13. So I'm not concerned with his play due to any injury or tweak happening from the past or, or any flare-ups. And over the past 36 rounds of golf, he ranks number nine in hole proximity within 75 to 100 yards, number 12 within 100 to 125 yards, number 14 in 125 to 150 yards. He's number two in the field in shots gained on the approach and number 12 in birdie or better chances. And on similar courses, he's played beautifully. A top two uh, or a second, clean second in Houston. Uh, third place finishes, two third place finishes in Napa and a third place finish at the TPC Craig. So in similar courses, he just steps it up there. So that's why I'm hedging him for that top five. But I think just with the lesser fields here, he just secures that bag and gets that gets that number. It just just gets that win at plus sixteen hundred. I'm loving this line. This was out of all the favorites up there. He's by far the only one that I'm really wanting to go with or or inclined to go with. And, and for the top five value as a kicker, God, give it to me. All right, let's get into another one of my top fives, Matt. And I think you're going to like this guy. I know, I know I've talked about him before. I've actually been pretty, pretty high on him most of, most of the season. And it's uh, Ash K. Batia. And I got him for a, actually, I don't have a, I have him for a top 10. And, I know with Batia, we've just been waiting for that breakout win to happen, and it can definitely happen this week, especially with the the lesser studded golfers not out there. But in weaker slash similar fields this season, Batia has two top fives. He was the runner-up at the Puerto Rico Open, and he had a tie, tie for fourth at the Mexico Open. Plus, he has made the cut four out of his five last outings. So he's just playing some real good golf over here. And and I'm just riding that train. And the value for his top 10 is is just impeccable. It's plus 2,500. So you don't even got to throw a lot on that to, to kind of get some good good value on it. I mean, you throw 10 bucks on that, that's, that's 250 bucks. You don't even got to do that. I mean especially with how much other picks I got for you, you could definitely spread this around. I wanted to give you that one early on, though, because I think it's just a great line, and especially one where Batia can kind of just really excel. I was inclined to get him for that top five, but I'm uh, sometimes he does play a little sporadic. I don't think it's going to happen, just because on the similar courses he has played very well. So I'm looking for that top ten just to be a little safer, but still plus 2,500 great value. All right, let's get into, I want to give you guys something else. Let's get you into one of these favorites that I know a lot of people have out there to win. I don't have him to win, but I definitely am going to be tailing him for a top five. And who that player is, is Austin Eckrow. 
And he's just a rookie who has been playing really well this season, especially the last couple of months. He's got three top tens already on the season. And since April, he hasn't missed a cut. And his last five have been a top two, top 16, top 30, top 10, and a top 24. Last week, he had 5.6 strokes gained on the green. And that could just be a huge factor if he can do that again. So I could definitely see him winning this tournament. But I'm going to play a little safer because I think this field is just too wide all over the place that anybody can kind of take it. But I think he could be for sure one of the top five golfers out there. And and I'm willing to throw that out there. With his top five value, it's plus 1,000. So also, again, you don't need to throw a ton on him to to get something. But, hey, I'm all for that. You know, those double-digit value lines you know i love especially when it's coming with a a player that a lot of people have as a favorite to win this so i think it's just a no-brainer let's get on out there to my next pick who let me kind of keep going matt you want to kind of chime in on on some of this stuff real quick while i kind of figure out where i want to go next with this so what I'd chime in on is, you know what tournament's next week, don't you? I mean, you should just tell me because I don't want to guess. So, next week is John Deere. Oh, yeah. So, you're going to have a and lot you of... know who won John Deere last year, right? Who won it? J.T. Poston. Yeah. I wanted you to be able to be the one to say that. I know that's your boy, so I'll let you have that hype. Um, yeah, I think it's pretty good that that Poston just kind of sat this week out to kind of recoup and, and kind of come back out there and maybe maybe hit that dub back-to-back. So I think it's a smart play on Poston to sit out this week. All right. I, I'm kind of ready to get into my next one. Go ahead. I'm trying to see if I have anybody else that's a little higher than him. Okay, no. All right. So let's get into another, my my second to last top 10 pick. And it's Cam Davis. So listen, if a golfer has a win on the course that they're playing, then obviously he must know the course better than some of those golfers on the field. And I think Cam Davis knows this course pretty well, especially since he's won this. And I think that he definitely knows his strengths and weaknesses of this course based off of that win in 2021 and a top 14 in 2022. He's had his ups and downs this year. But last week, at uh, last week, the last day at the Travelers, he did shoot a 63. So I'm inclined to think that he's going to play a little bit hotter especially coming off a, a great last day you know he he made the cut so that that's also a good plus for him i think he he can kind of get his composure here his plus his his top 10 value is a little bit more of a stretch than what i would want to see from it it is plus 750 i was inclined to go with top 20 
but I think that he definitely can pull off that top 10, especially if he plays hot. So I, I'm willing to just sprinkle just a little bit on Cam Davis. Again, he's one of those ones that's close to those double-digit lines where you don't got to throw a lot on it. So you can kind of feel better with a with a smaller smaller bet on that one. So that's why I went with that top 10 over the top 20. My last one, who is a hedged top 10, because I have this guy to win it. So it's Chris Kirk. And to win, it's plus 5,500. And at a top 10, it's plus 500. Let me just get my notes on Chris Kirk real quick. All right. Chris Kirk is a golfer who has shown he could be a great golfer at times. He won the Honda Classic back in February and then went on to make seven of eight cuts. But then he has had some missed cuts. His last three starts at Detroit, Kirk has been very well. He has a top 17, a top 12, and a top 21. At the Silverado, he had a top eight. And rakes, it's a very similar field. So at, at the silver, or not, not similar, but it, it, he played very well at top eight. He ranks 38th in this field in shots gained on the approach over the last 36 rounds of golf. And he has been one of the best iron and wedge players in the field, ranking number two in hole proximity in between 75 to 100, number three between 100 and 125, and ranks number one in proximity between 125 to 150. So he doesn't have to really hit it hard off the tee. He just has to kind of be accurate here, and I think he could definitely do that because his iron play and wedge play is just phenomenal. He is doing so well in his mid-game that if he can kind of play very well off the tee and kind of get really hot with these with these putts, then I definitely could see him winning this. If he doesn't win it, I definitely see him top tenning. He's one of those players that you also are getting halfway to double digits, so pretty good value there. One of those you don't need to throw a lot on as well. But I, I'm I'm hudging the these to wins this week, Matt, because we've been doing pretty well on these golfers that we like to win, and then they they kind of get right in between that that range of of like three to to eighteen to twenty, somewhere right in between there. So I'm hedging my wins, the people I have to win this week. So. Let's see where I want to go from here. I got some top 20s for you guys. Let me just see which one I want to start with. Ooh, let's start with another Cameron. So I got Cameron Champ for a top 20. I don't know what his top 20 value is, Matt. Can you pull that up for me while I kind of go in on, on why I have him as a top 20? He's the only one I didn't pull up. Wow. All right, so... Cameron Champ. Cameron Young? No, Champ. Champ. Cameron Champ. Okay. For top 20. So Cameron Champ is someone who I'm picking just because he's a monster. <clears throat> Sorry. He's just a 550. monster. 550. Plus 550. Yeah, no, that's great value for a top 20. 
Yeah, especially for someone who's a monster off the tee and can gauge things pretty well. His accuracy doesn't need to be great, just okay, like the times he's made cut this season. He hasn't made a ton of them, only four out of the 12. But he's got three PGA Tour wins on his career, and I definitely think this is one where he can kind of come out there and and maybe win. But I definitely think he could play, come out there and play pretty well, especially enough to get a top twenty. And what'd you say, plus five fifty? That's that's yes, yeah, that's stupid dumb. Yeah, no, I would take it. Especially, I think I think it's that high because of probably most of these missed cuts. But I mean, I'm I'm inclined to to say that he plays a little bit better, especially with the lesser field. So top twenty, I don't think is terribly outlandish for him to get. I think we get on to another one of my top. Top 20s. One that's a little bit of a safer pick, too. So I have Tom Kim, top 20, plus 110. And I think that the only reason I'm taking him for the top 20 over the top 10 is because that top 20 isn't isn't minus, isn't a minus line yet. So I think it's just kind of that gimme. That's why I have it as my lock of the week this this week. So Tom is a guy who's looking like he's going to be a star in this league. Last week at the Travelers, day two, he shot a 64. and day four, he shot a 65. He isn't fully there with his overall game, but it's worth the risk. Last year, he had a top seven here. And to go along with that, I, I he had a top 38 last week and a top eight at the U.S. Open. So plays really good golf on on any sort of course here, um, whether it be an easier one or a more difficult one. So I'm going that he's going to follow it up like he did last year. And I'm going to go with the top 20 just because I feel like it's a a lock. And no matter what you throw on that, I think you're going to get your money back on that. So Tom Kim, top 20 at plus 110, AJ's lock of the week. Put it in there, folks. All right. I got another top 20. And Ludwig Aberg. And he's another rookie that's playing in his... This, okay, so for those of you who don't know, he's been he's fairly new to the PGA. This is only his third PGA Tour start. But this Swede has been playing very good in his first two. So he's secured a top 25 in each of those. He's playing very well. And this course is a little easier and I'm looking for him to, to keep that rookie swagger going at least one more week until he doesn't, you know, miss a cut. I, I'm going to kind of be looking at Ludwig Aberg from here on out as, as well as another one of these golfers that I have in for the top 10. But, but Ludwig Aberg at, at top 20, you have at plus 180. You don't really have too much to go with him because a newer golfer, but I'm inclined to go that he has that rookie swagger at least one more week, which gets me into my next pick. In a golfer that – let me just pull up my notes on him because I don't want to mess anything up for you guys. Let's see. Where is he? I don't know if I have my notes on him right here, but 
that's okay because we don't really need too many notes on him. It's Vincent Norman, and I have him for a top 20 at plus 400. He's a golfer that that a lot of people a couple months ago didn't know about, and now they they are starting to get to know him because he's just been playing very well over his last couple of months. Um, I wish I had all the stats for you right here in front of me, but I believe he's been making cuts like crazy. He's been topping like crazy, um, playing very good golf. I was inclined to do a top 30 on him, but I think he plays a little bit better and, and gets that top 20 for us at plus 400. And I wish I had more for you on him, but I'm pretty sure that I'm going to have him on. He's another one of those golfers, along with Ludwig Aberg, that I'm going to be looking at pretty much every single tournament here on out. I think there's six more weeks of golf, so so definitely more chances to make money and, and get to know uh, Vincent Norman. I do have another top 20 for you guys in Steven Jager. And this is a guy, sorry, this is a guy who, God, I'm excited to talk about because he's a bomber that just fits and checks off everything that we are looking for. Um, I was inclined to take him as my long shot, but I didn't want to waste my long shot on, on this because I have another one that I do like a little bit better. But yeah, no, Steven, Steven Yeager, just one of those, one of those players that just checks everything off the box that you're looking for. He's had success in the past here. He's had good results on similar courses and he ranks pretty solid just across the board. Number 33 in driving distance, number 25 in shots gained off the tee over the last 36 rounds of golf, um, number 36 in uh, strokes gained off the approach, number 28 in birdie or better uh, situations. He had a top five here last year, a top 10 in Houston, a top 20 in Bermuda, and a top 11 at the Byron Nelson. So I was inclined to take him for that long shot, but I think a top 20 is just another one of those ones that you can kind of just lock it in there. For, for a golfer who is very well at hitting it off the tee, which is especially what you're exactly what you're looking for at this course. So Steven Yeager, top 20 at plus 230. Check it in there. I think that's my last top 20, and I got a couple top 30s for you guys, and then I, I got my long shot. So let's get into this. My first long shot. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get into this guy. I like this guy. All right. So for my first top 30, it's Taylor Moore. And Taylor Moore is a golfer who sits right in the middle of most key stats, but he does excel in some areas that I think will specifically fit very well with this course. Moore hits it far and will have plenty of chances to showcase his wedges. If he can get hot with his wedges, he is an excellent putter. The past 24 rounds of golf, he's number 12 in in strokes gained on putting or shots gained on putting, number four in putting from five to ten feet. Most putts for birdie or or par 
on the season or, or birdie or better will come from this range. And if he can strike the ball well and he he could just get really hot with that putter, he's he can go super low with this one. So it all kind of depends on that. So that's why I have him for the top 30 at plus 140. So still really good value on that um, on that line there. Which gets me into my last top 30, who is also my long shot. Like I said, I said I was going to hedge my winners. So I'm hedging this long shot with a top 30. So who I got for you this week, and, and I've been doing pretty good with these long shots, Matt. So, so don't count them out this week, is, where is he? It's still in Woo. But I need to find my notes on Woo because I definitely had some. Did my cat mess around with my notes? Oh, I'm going to hate him if he did. That'll hurt my heart. Jeez, come on. All right. Well, okay. So Dylan Woo is just a guy who's been playing very well all season. I really wish I had my notes for you on him. But... His long, just trust me. You guys just got to trust me this week, okay? I I I got to get something. I got to get my cat back for, for kind of putting this somewhere. I don't know where the heck he put it. He was in here messing with things right before I got in. That's why he was he was here at the start of the show, Matt. Like I said, he, he's young Voldemort. Made that shit disappear. Um, but no, you know, you just got to trust me this week, guys. So... For the long shot to win, it's plus, what is it, plus 13, 13, 1500. And for a top 30, it's plus 240. So getting real good value. It, worth enough to throw a couple bucks on. I do have, and I do have my paper for my first round leader, who I think is just a dumb. God, this is just, I feel like this is just an easy, one of the easiest first round leaders I could have ever gone for in my life matt are you ready for it i feel like matt I feel, yeah i'm ready all right i was i was i haven't heard from you a while for in a while Matt. i figured you fell asleep i'm not that old i know i know all right so i don't know if you know this guy matt but it's richie warensky and richie is a player who has had some struggles on the tour over the past few years, but his success at this course has been good during the past few years. He hasn't finished lower than a 30 his last three times here. And two times during those outings, he shot around a, a 66 round. So he's gaining 2.3 strokes on the putting here alone over the last three and his putting actually has been very good all his career. And if he can get it going after he, listen, he gets it. Once he gets one or two in, there's no stopping this guy. Um, At the TPC Craig ranch in the opening round, he shot a 64 with a, with the 2.3, Shots gained in putting in that round. So a hot starter 
with a consistent putter because he's number one just pretty much across the board with his putting. I don't know if he's number one, but he, but he's very good at his putting. Just is equals just like an easy first round leader. So if he gets that hot start and he gets that putting just very, very consistent, look for him to just blow this one away on that first day. I don't think he does enough to, to kind of secure it or win. And I didn't really want to take him on anywhere else, but I do like him for that first round leader. And on that first round leader slot, you're getting at plus 1500. So, or no, 15,000. Plus 15,000, Matt. So very good value on that. And that's pretty much all I got for us. I, I know you got a putting for the parlay for us. Yeah, and it might surprise you how many legs we're looking at. I feel like we're looking at a good amount. I feel like we're looking at like a 10-legger. I'm sorry to disappoint you. How many? We're at six. Ooh, okay. Well, what six golfers are, were you feeling this week? Do you want me to start in the 20s or do you want me to start in the five? You started in the 20s last week, so you got to start in the fives this week. Okay. So go right for the throat. Top five finish, Ricky Fowler. All right, yeah. I'm inclined to take it. Plus 340. I dig it. Yeah. Good value there. Top 10. Fee now. Plus 165. For the top 10. Okay. Morikawa. Top 10. Plus 185. Okay. Max Homa. Top 20. Plus 125. All right. Chris Kirk, top 20, plus 230. Yeah. And see, I know you went with a woo. I went with a woo. I went with Brandon Wu. I knew you were going to go with Brandon Wu. Brandon Wu was one of those players that I was looking at, and literally the only read. I'm going to hate. I hate this because the only reason I was looking at, at at that woo was because I was trying to find Dylan woo. And every time I kept seeing a woo, it was, it was Brandon woo. So Brandon woo top 20 plus 270. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. That was good value. So you throw 10 bucks on that. $9,119. Or you want to, you want to be a little more conservative, throw five bucks. You get 45.59. What? I, I like it. I think you booked that one. Do this for my curiosity, Matt. I want you to take I want because this is this is what my parlay would be this week. Okay. So we had Matt's putting for our parlay, which I, I actually really enjoyed this week. Covered some golfers that I definitely didn't didn't talk about and then included some golfers that I talked about. I really like it. I want to play a little bit safer on my on my parlay for you guys here. I'm gonna do a little five legger for you. It's gonna have Two top 30s, two top 20s, and a top 10. Okay? Matt, let me know when you're ready for my for my top 20s. Who am I, your assistant? You got to do it because you got yours is the one that lets you do multiple 20s. Okay, give me one sec. So you said we're starting with some 30s? No, I have I have 
Oh yeah, I have the thirties. Yeah, yep. Let's start Actually, with I don't have thirties. I can do forties. I can do twenties. I can do ten, and I can do five. Okay, let's start with the forties then. Okay. Okay, I want you to get uh, Batia on there for a top forty. Okay. And, and I want you to get Chris Kirk in there for a top forty. Got it. Okay. Then we'll go to the, what was it, top 20s we had next? Yep. Okay. I want you to get Tom Kim in there for a top 20. Okay. And then the other player I want you to get in there for a top 20 is, sorry, where is he? Is um, Ludwig Aberg. Sorry. Ludwig Aberg. Okay. And then my top 10 pick of the week is obviously my, my winner, my favorite. Hideki Matsuyama, throw him in there for that top 10. Okay. And that's my parlay for you guys. So you're looking at plus 11,255. So $10 gets you 11.25. I like that. Matt, you should book that. <laughs> book it book it for the for the for the podcast. I like it. This is a this, listen, man. This was a very fun tournament to to go over because it goes with a lot of golfers that you don't necessarily really look into. So it's very very good for the research, and and very mm-hmm. good for the parlay making. I I it's just tough to to call a winner on this one. I think it's I think it's too sporadic. I, I don't know if you were kind of feeling that when you were looking around at things, but that's definitely what I was feeling. Yes, sir. Um. Anything you want to get into before we kind of wrap things up here? I feel like this was a very efficient episode. Mm, Stay tuned. You're going to, you're going to have some more special guests soon. I feel like we don't really need to talk too much about fantasy football right now. We don't really talk too much about anything else. I feel like, wow, this is one of those ones where we're just kind of just, you know, Waiting, waiting on us to just say bye. <laughs> well, I, I, I don't know if you let's let's just get to it. Let's just let's just let's just tear the bandaid off, Matt. Well, since I was told I got to do it, let's let's get it going. Well, so from here, on the Sportsline Predictors, we hope that you really enjoyed this new episode of an old new podcast called. Sports Rambling, the better podcast. And you already know I love you. Matt, are you going to say it? Are you going to make a wait for later? You want me to say it for you? Because, you know, I, I, I'll always tell them that I love them. You can tell them for me. I love you guys, and I'm pretty sure Matt loves you guys as well. But you might have to wait until next time to hear it from just from him. And that's okay, because that's going to get you guys coming back for more that that want for Matt's love and, and need an approval. Other than that, <laughs> just remember to go out there and follow our, our Instagram and our social media pages. Ooh, Matt, I did have one thing that I wanted to do out there. I did have one thing I wanted to do. I, I wanted to throw a poll out there for our fans. Okay. All right. But you didn't, you didn't finish the tag. 
the following on the social media at Sportsline Predictors. I know because I want to do this because I want okay. to get this on there because it's going to be. Uh, so this one's specifically going to be on our Instagram, folks. Okay, so make sure you're following our Instagram. It's at Sportsline Predictors. If you're follow if if you need to get in, on our Instagram, if you're on our TikTok and Twitter, it's at Sportsline P. There you go, Matt. Are you happy? But they need to be on Instagram. They need to get on our Instagram for this one because I'm doing a poll on our Instagram. And it actually is specifically for fantasy football. I know I said we, we didn't need to talk about it, but we actually do. So this one's important because it it, it pretty much re- revolves around you guys. So I'm thinking for the winner of, of, the, of the league, of our fantasy football league, what they get. And I'm wondering, Matt, I think it's going to be definitely a jersey, okay? Because that's what I'm feeling. Or, or if it's not a jersey, it's going to be some sort of apparel type thing for football, obviously. Whether it be a helmet, whether it be, you know, some cleats, or, or whether it be, you know, a what, – what's it called? Um, uh, a signed football. I def, I'm wondering, should this be – should this autograph – an apparel come from a you know current player or a a older retired player what are you thinking it's a good question i know it's it's going to be tough i'm i'm kind of inclined more towards a newer player just because i i think that these newer jerseys are are hot and slick we can get we can get one of these cooler newer players too. Yeah, that's fair. I think I think we I think we throw it out there. I'm more inclined to go with the newer player and and I just I just started having like flashbacks of remember back at like elementary school they used to have the football camp with Mr. Marola and they yeah. they like race seals come. Yeah, and then they had the one uh the player for the Pittsburgh Steelers. It was an offensive lineman came and talked to us too. I forget what his name was. I think his last name was Thomas or something. He was a big dude. Well, I don't know what I remember, Matt. Well, Ray Seals, Ray Seals played for the Steelers. Maybe it was, but I could have sworn this was an offensive tackle because seals seals was a defensive lineman yeah we had uh, he had ray seals and he had somebody else yeah it was the other person that he had this is all i i'm not dumb matt i don't want to sound dumb i just know it wasn't ray seals don't ask me how i know i just know it wasn't ray seals this time it was the other guy miola was a big dude miola or marola Oh, Marola. Wait, Marola. It was Mr. Marola. Marola, yeah. Marola was a big dude. Who's Miola? Oh, uh, baseball. Baseball coach for. <laughs> no, he was not a big dude. He was a short guy. He was an angry man. He would yell at you. He would throw his clipboard on the ground, slam it. <sighs> you got a blow. So he, so he would yell at you. Um, no, yeah, no, Marola was a big dude. Yeah, no, Marola was a was a big dude. You know who else was a big dude? Mr. Jackson. 
Yeah. Dude, dude was literally like a like a whole offensive line when you were a kid. Like that's this is how big this guy was. Like he was every single offensive line, but just pure muscle. Still is pure muscle, I believe. I don't know. He was really good at football back in the day, Matt. You know this. He was running back. I know. Very good. Did he? He went to our high school. Did he play for our high school? Or did he play for Corcoran? One of those two. I don't know. He was really good, though. Regardless of that, I I think I think it should be a, a newer player, Matt. And I think I got a couple newer players in mind that I'm gonna kind of. That's gonna be the the secret thing that we that we keep revealed from you is what player it actually is. But yeah, no, that that's all I wanted to to get out there. So you got to go follow our our Instagram to get that to be to be a part of that, guys. So. Make sure you go out there and follow us on Instagram. One last time, it's at Sportsline Predictors. But if you want to go give us a follow on our TikTok and Twitter, it's at Sportsline P. Damn, Matt, that one was clean. Give me like 10 times on an episode, I'll get the last one clean. That's fair. Very fair. Well, I guess it's time that we officially say goodbye. Well, from here in the Sportsline Predictors, We hope that you guys have enjoyed this episode of Sports Rambling, the better podcast. And just have fun with the golf picks this week, guys. Don't overthink it. Just have some fun. All right. Have a good one.